Hello, and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the president and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of 2021 for Impact the Borough, our season number two. Uh, As the year draws to a close, we're already going full steam ahead with our planning for 2022 and beyond for programming, for economic development efforts. And so we wanted to use our podcast today to talk about what you can expect out of the chamber, what can you expect out of our economic development efforts Um, What is ahead for for Greensboro and the Chamber and economic development in 2022? And so I've got by my side today our executive vice president for member engagement, Tracy Myers. And we're going to we're going to talk about a couple of topics that you should be aware of as we as we go into 2022. It's hard to believe um, as we're recording this. It is November 2nd. Um, We are past Halloween. Um, I'm already seeing Christmas decorations in the stores. I've seen them now for a month now. So we won't, Tracy, we won't go into whether we think it's okay to have Christmas decorations um, in the stores before Halloween, um, but that's just the way it goes. Um, But Tracy, I I did want you to talk a little bit about um, a really cool thing that we have planned for early 2022. We always do our annual meeting, the chamber annual meeting in, in January. And we've got a great opportunity to showcase Um, something special for this community with this annual meeting. So would you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, Thanks, Brent. So this is always one of my favorite times of year here at the Chamber as we start to look at programming um, for the upcoming year. And man, have we um, done some creative planning over the last couple of years, right? So Um, We are finally in a place where um, we've had a couple of large-scale events, so we had a very successful State of Our Community event in person um, and and, um, with a virtual component, and I think that really, Brent, I think that was the first major community event um, that was held, and we really did that in a very safe way. We had a lot of advisement from um, health officials and and just good advice. And I think we did a really good job um, having no incidences um, with that event. And so it felt really good to get back in the room um, with a lot of folks and and pull off an event of that scale. We did the same thing again with the Impact Leadership Conference. So coming off of the second year of that conference, um, getting to, to put that networking element back into um, the community and do that in a very safe way. And so um, you and I have talked for a couple of years about the annual meeting. And you know that is a major signature event for the chamber. It kicks off our year um, and does it in a really big way. And so we are very excited um, to announce that the January 27th, 2022 annual meeting will be held at the Tanger Center. 
Um, we've been so excited to see that space come up, um, to sit and see Wicked and, and see some of these shows that are coming to the community. And we just want to show off that asset. Um, so we will be hosting our annual meeting in the Tanger Center. Pretty special place. Um, I know we waited a long time for that uh, for that that particular venue to open. Um, I remember sitting outside of it watching a ACC basketball tournament get canceled um, right before our very eyes, um, and wondering and, and thinking, quite frankly, we, we, we may be we may back some things up by a couple of weeks as we kind of wait this thing out. Um, we wound up wait, uh, waiting and backing things up a few more weeks than just a couple um, before we got into it. But now that now that we're in that facility, um, man, what an what an amazing, amazing job. Um, everyone involved with that from the Coliseum to the city um, to all the sponsors who made it happen. Um, it's just an amazing thing. And, and there is no truth to the rumor that because we're having the event in the Tanger Center that I will be dressing up and playing the role of Alphaba. Um, so just make sure that we squash that rumor right off the bat. Um, but um, it, it'll be great to get in there and, and show it off. I, I, I know that a lot of folks have been in the community, have been, already been in that uh, facility in the community, but maybe not everybody at this point. Right, you know, and as we start to, to plan some of the details out for that, it really creates a creative environment. Um, it creates an opportunity to do things differently um, and have some fun with it. Um, you can't have a, a typical annual meeting in the Tanger Center, right? Um, so we are really enjoying um, planning some of those networking components, planning it out to be more of a reception. Um, we are accustomed to maxing out um, our space at 1,000 people. Um, we'll have to cap this one a little closer to 750. Um, so the message with annual meeting will be get in there fast, um, grab those tickets, um, and make sure that you'll be able to be in that space with us that night for the reception. Yeah, they're, they're, we, we typically sell out and sell out fast, and that'll be even more so be the case um, this year. So um, if you're, if you're listening to this and have any inkling of going, let us know um, ASAP. Um, you know, we will have uh, and, and, and probably already do have our registration link up at greensboro.org. Um, and so you can go find that uh, at our brand new website as well. We, ha we haven't really uh, announced to the world yet that we have a brand new website, but we do. And if you haven't been there, um, I would encourage you to go to greensboro.org um, because it is, I think, one of the finest, if not the finest, chamber websites out there um, organized to help people find the information that they're looking to get about our community, about assistance for their business, about the chamber, about just about anything in uh, just a few clicks away. So it, it guides you through that immediately. And I will tell you, Megan Mabry and Holly West did a fantastic job um, with that project. The whole staff really has been involved. So I've got to applaud them. But it, it really, I know the that the lives of Holly and Megan have been um, that website for a number of months now. And, and I will tell you that the, the, it's really paid off. It looks great. Tracy, is, what is, what's the most exciting part of the new website for you? The most exciting part of the new website is the fact that when you land on the front page, 
Number one to me as a, as a chamber employee, it looks like us. Um, it has the energy that we have, I think. And that that's really exciting for me. My favorite member facing feature is the fact that when you land on the homepage, it asks you who you are and what you're looking for. So I can say, I am a young professional looking for networking opportunities. And it will give me that access to that information and it will take all of the different programs and opportunities and events that we have together and put them in one place specifically for what I'm looking for. And I think that is that is my favorite thing about it. Um, and especially when you hit things like events, you can see every event that's going on across the chamber enterprise. So if action is having something on the greenway, that's gonna pop up on there at the same place that launch labs and member events are going. Um, so it just really puts information right at your fingertips. It makes registrations super easy for things like annual meeting and for all of the content and all of the events that we have. It's, it's got like its own built-in tour guide right there at the very beginning, asking you what, what you're looking for and let me take you right there, right? So it's like walking into a store and having somebody greet you and you saying, okay, I need I need milk. Okay, well, the milk's right over here. Let's take you right there, rather than you having to having to search the, the store on your own and get there. And, and, and that's exactly what we were looking for, is a way to make this as user-friendly as possible. Make it look really good. Make it look energetic and as wonderful as, as the Greensboro community is, but also make it as user-friendly as possible as well. I think we've succeeded there. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the leadership conference, the, the the impact leadership conference, because we had a we had a speaker there who um, we were just talking before we went on air about um, she's got a book out now, and so I, I knew she was a wonderful speaker, um, and now she's going to be a wonderful author too. So can you talk just a little bit about about that and 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 really a, another great event that we were able to help hold safely, um, thankfully in person because a leadership conference is a whole lot better in person than it is on Zoom or virtually. Sure. Um, so this was the second year of impact. Um, the idea for the leadership um, came about um, in 2019, and we really started planning. Um, and in the fall of 2019, we were planning a conference around change and disruption, having no idea how relevant that was actually going to be at the um, October 2020 conference. So last year we were completely virtual. Um, this year we were able to open those doors of the historic Carolina theater and bring those folks in house. We had about six or seven speakers talked about authenticity and it was a, a wonderful day. Our keynote speaker this year was Tunde Oyene. Tunde is a Peloton phenom. Um, she's been with Peloton um, for a couple of years now. Um, one of their most popular and fastest rising instructors. Um, Tunde also runs an organization called Speak um, that really addresses authenticity out and about in the community. Um, she did a wonderful job keeping a big secret um, while she was with us. Um, so yesterday, um, she had the ability to announce that she has written a book titled Speak. Um, and that book is number one on the Amazon pre-sale list today. Um, Tunde is going to be joining us in a couple of weeks for a uh, VIP meet and greet. And we actually will get to talk to her a little bit about that book. But that's just a great example. We are looking for folks who are on the rise, who really are just going to be those future leaders in their field. 
So 2022, we are so excited about October, about that third year of the Impact Leadership Conference, um, hopefully being able to share a lot of our speaker announcements earlier in the year in 2022. So that's another one just to be on the lookout for um, as it continues to grow. Uh, one day we won't fit in the Carolina, but right now that's been our home for the last couple of years. And, and it's nice to have it in a space that really um, shows off Greensboro's history. Um, you know, thinking about Tanger, it's one of those great opportunities where you're standing in a small theater that has so much history and it's steeped in um, that tradition and then going a couple of blocks down the street to a state-of-the-art facility. They play such important roles in the community um, in their unique spaces and we love being part of both of them. That's great. That's great. I, you know, I, I'm st I still think about all those speakers and especially Tunde. And I think the line that she had, and, and again, our theme was authenticity, right? So what, what is it like? How, what do you need to be authentic in, in just about any aspect of your life? But really primarily, I think we were talking about in the workplace, um, authentic leadership in the workplace, um, being feeling safe to bring your authentic self to work. And Suzanne Walsh, who's of course the president of, of Bennett College, was was on the stage with Tunde and, and was was conversing with her and she asked her a question. Um, what is your definition of authenticity? And, uh, you know, I still love Tunde's definition that it is the intersection of truth and trust. Um, I think that really puts it into, into great perspective. You are, you, you trust the situation enough to be truthful. You trust the person you're with enough to be truthful. They trust you well enough to be truthful. I mean, that's what authenticity is all about, in my opinion. And I think she just absolutely distilled it to its to its essence with that definition. And I will say it was fun to get to meet her. I feel like I know her um, from, from doing rides with her and, and doing her Peloton classes a couple times a week. Um, she was very sick while she was here. Um, she had laryngitis. So she did just a phenomenal job. Um, and I think what resonates with her is that she really is her authentic self. That's a very real answer from her. And, and that shines through. And that's that's that component we saw in her um, when we were watching clips and we were thinking about speakers is um, she comes across as herself as being very genuine um, in any space that you that you see her in. And mm -hmm. I think we saw that. Absolutely. So let me let me switch gears a little bit here and talk about um, what 2022 will mean for us in terms of long term planning, because we are in. Right now, year four of five of our GROW economic development strategy. So um, about four years ago this time, well, four years ago this time, we were engaged in planning out our economic development efforts uh, for, for 2018 through 2022. And so as we, as we come up on 2022, we will be in the final year of that strategic plan. And the best time to plan is when you're coming to the end of that. So we are in the midst right now of, of engaging community members, um, public officials, uh, business leaders, and others in our strategic planning process. Let me, let me go back a little bit, just rewind a little bit and remind everybody you know, what we have been working on in terms of economic development. When we, when we built this, what we call our GROW plan, we, we organized it around four pillars. Um, the first one was um, creating quality jobs. And the second pillar 
that kind of goes hand in hand, not kind of, really goes hand in hand with that, is attracting and retaining a talented workforce, developing that talented workforce that can fill those quality jobs. The third pillar is, was, what is, and was and is um, creating and growing our own. So and with an eye towards the entrepreneurial community in, in Greensboro and in Guilford County. So um, uh, launch Greensboro, which is our entrepreneurial community, our entrepreneurial program uh, has a big part of that. And then the last was telling our story and telling the positive things that are coming out of Greensboro and Guilford County, telling that to the region and the world and making sure that we're getting the message out of all, of all the great opportunities that are available here. We, we, we built the plan around seven distinct measures. So we, were gonna, we weren't just gonna say we were gonna go do this. Um, we were gonna measure our, our effects, the, what we've done. And so at the beginning of the campaign, um, let's talk about creating quality jobs. Our, our goal was to create 7,500 jobs over five years. So we're a little bit over three years into this. And uh, as of the end of the third quarter of 2021, we've created 4,676 jobs. Those are jobs and projects that we have at the chamber through our economic development efforts had a direct impact on. Um, also in that category, we wanted to measure um, the new capital investment that came with those projects. So typically, you don't just create a job, you also have an investment that goes along with those jobs. Our initial goal for that category was to was a half a billion dollars, $500 million over five years, so roughly $100 million a year in new investment. I, I'm happy to say we blew through that uh, a year and a half or so ago. We reset that goal to $700 million. Um, and as of today, as of the end of the third quarter, we're at $756.1 million. So we've blown through even the goal that we, that, we, uh, that we pushed even further up. So some good success in that creating quality jobs. In terms of um, talent, you know, attracting and retaining a talented workforce, these are programs like um, our Campus Greensboro program, um, just programs to develop um, our local college graduates and other training opportunities. The goal of this particular item that we set, and it was, it was kind of hard for us to, to figure out a, a real good measure, but we knew that we had a number of, of chronically vacant positions in our community. People, companies were having a hard time hiring for some of these vacant position, positions. And so we had a goal over five years to, to fill a thousand of those. Um, at this point, again, quarter three, 2021, we filled 653 of those. So uh, again, good progress being made towards that. Let's move into the next one, which was um, creating and growing our own. So creating new companies and growing them right here, creating, uh, taking an entrepreneur with an idea, helping them um, further develop that idea, connecting them to the resources that they need to build a business, just kind of being there by their side, whether they have uh, employee needs, whether they have strategy needs, whether they have capital needs. And the goal of this at the, at the beginning was to help, uh, or help to start or grow um, at least 200 companies um, through Launch Greensboro over five years. We blew through that goal. 
Um, we're at 372 now. We actually moved that goal up to 400. Um, so I have no doubt that we'll even blow through that heightened goal. So great success there. We also wanted to raise two and a half million dollars for new ventures. This would be uh, seed capital that could go into those businesses, make investments. We've raised a little over a million dollars for that and have made um, seven, I think, investments to date in companies that needed capital that had exhausted um, the three Fs, if you will, the friends, family, and fools, um, but weren't quite bankable yet and needed fifty dollars to $100,000 to keep their idea going. The idea behind this sort of strategy is if you build companies in your community, they put down deep roots and it's hard for them to be enticed to leave. And you know, we see examples of this in our community all the time. Uh, the fresh market is a big example of that, right? We were able to keep them here mainly because they knew what how supportive this community had been over the years with them. Uh, Gorilla RF, which just had an announcement that they're um, moving to a new location in Greensboro and adding jobs, really high paying jobs. Again, a company that was assisted in this community, uh, the Nussbaum Center for Entrepreneurship played a big role in their development. We were happy to help them in terms of uh, our economic development uh, assistance to get, um, you know, to get them some assistance to, to stay in our community and grow here. Um, so some great examples of those companies that are grown in your community and helped along the way, staying here and, and not listening um, to overtures from other communities and, and growing here. And that's great. It's wonderful organic growth. Um, and then uh, we also wanted to put a very special emphasis in this category on minority businesses and their growth. And we set a goal to have um, $10 million to help develop $10 million in new minority business revenue over five years. As of the third quarter of 2021, we're a little under $7 million of that, 6.94. Uh, and I have no doubt that we'll get to that $10 million level. So again, putting special emphasis on the minority business element in our community and making sure that they are um, growing as well. And then lastly, uh, as I said, um, telling the Greensboro story, featuring Greensboro in eight to 10 national or regional publications per year. Uh, as of the third quarter, we've already been in eight regional or national publications telling the great story of, of Greensboro and Guilford County. So we've met that goal for this year. Um, that is an annual goal, um, but we won't stop there. We'll continue to work on that. So these are, the, these are the kinds of things we're looking at as we develop our next strategic plan. I don't know whether it'll be called this son of grow, daughter of grow, grow 2.0, grow, grow whatever. Um, but we're in the midst right now of, of building that next strategic plan as we, as we wrap up, as we will wrap up in, in 2022, this growth strategic plan. And I think we've been, we've been highly successful with it. I'm excited about where we're headed. I think we'll have some really good announcements here towards the end of 2021 and beginning of 2022 that will reinforce all of the good hard work that we've been doing. Of course, we welcomed Marvin Price from Charlotte about a year ago. He's our executive vice president for economic development uh, at the Greensboro Chamber, and he really hit the ground running as well. And so uh, I, I think we're in a good spot. I think we're in a really good spot in terms of economic development as well. I'm excited about what 2022 holds. We've got 60 days left, a little less than 60 days left in, in 2021. And, and, and so you'll continue to see good things out of us um, as we wrap up 2021. But um, we're really excited about what 2022 brings. Hopefully, knock on wood, it means more in 
in-person events. It means hopefully a whole lot uh, of, of folks who have gotten vaccinated and, and that we are able to, to get back into some pre-pandemic opportunities uh, the way we have in the past. Tracy, what have I left out? No, I think that's great. I, you know, the, the strategic planning process, one of the things that I enjoy about it and what I am enjoying seeing is just the sheer number of community stakeholders that are involved and engaged in that process. I remember uh, the previous plan and the previous strategic planning process. I came in as a board member and as a funder on that. And I remember thinking these goals are just lofty. And I wonder if they can get there and then seeing some of them just blown past, you know, and one of the things that, that hit me as you were talking through them, um, the ones that we haven't met, we're right on the cusp of meeting and we'll meet um, within the next year. That's been during a pandemic. Um, so I think that's been, you know, a big piece too has just been watching um, continued success and continued innovation. And, and I think that's what goes into programming over the next year. And as we start to Look into 2022, there are a lot of things like annual meeting that we want that to be in person. We want that networking component. That is a feature of that event. But then there are things like coffee and conversation that have been wildly successful in a virtual format. And we've learned probably will stay virtual. Um, so it, I think it's going to be fun to see what this mix looks like of what we've learned works well in a virtual space, what we've learned um, folks are craving for in an in-person space. We had a lot of fun. If you can say you have fun with budgeting, um, we had a lot of fun, you know, looking at 2022 and saying, hey, this doesn't have to be a sit-down dinner. Right. Maybe we don't want to eat the chicken anymore. Maybe right. we want to do something different. May, you know, someone called me yesterday and said, you know, let's go outside for this thing. And, you know, it, it's just opened up the doors to, to some creativity so I'm looking forward to it. I think 2022 is going to be really interesting in a lot of ways for us. Agreed. Agreed. Well, as we sign off from for this, our, our final episode of, of season two of Impact the Borough, I have to say a, a very special thank you to Holly West, who has made these two seasons be as spectacular as they as they have been. Holly is leaving us, but she's going to a great place. She's going to work for the fresh market. We are so excited about the opportunity for her. We're excited for the fresh market. We know they're getting a superstar and uh, we hate to see her go, but we get to see her um, on a regular basis, hopefully downtown eating lunch and, and that sort of thing. Uh, we love the fresh market. If you haven't been to the renovated store on Lawndale, um, you're missing out. It's you know the coffee bar, barbecue, made to order salads, made to order sandwiches, made to order charcuterie boards. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible what they've done. And so, um, they're both superstars. Fresh Market's a superstar in the, in the, in the grocery world and Holly West is a superstar in the marketing world. And, um, they're going to they're going to do great work together. So Holly, we'll miss you. Um, but thank you again for everything that you've done and we'll see everybody. Uh, we, we're not going to end this. Um, the, the podcast doesn't go away with Holly, but, um, but we're going to, we'll see you again, uh, very soon. Uh, for season three of Impact the Borough. Thank you for being with us this year, and we're looking forward to a wonderful 2022. Have a great day. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, 
the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time. Thank you.